Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. J-Bone here, and it is time to recap and review the bizarre 2023 Sao Paulo Grand Prix that ended with one of the closest podium finish battles in F1 history. Let's kick things off with everybody's favorite summarization. Here's the 2023 Sao Paulo Grand Prix in 60 seconds. We got immediate chaos as Ferrari Charles Leclerc, who qualified P2, had his car decide it no longer wanted to be a car during the formation lap and send him into the wall and out of the race before the race even began. So the race started with Max in P1, nobody in P2, and Stroll in P3. More chaos appeared before the first turn as Alex Albon came into contact with both Haases, knocking Albon and Magnussen out of the race and effectively ending the races of Ricardo and Piastri due to damage. Sorry, Australia. This turn one chaos led to a safety car and then a red flag. The race restarted with Max in P1, Lando in P2, and Hamilton in P3. Alonso passed Lewis on lap one of the restart, which was the first of many times the Mercedes would get overtaken as they just got it all wrong in Sao Paulo. Lando Norris looked like he just might be able to overtake Max to take the race lead on lap eight, but he just did not have the pace, and Max proceeded to cruise onto a race win with Lando finishing P2 and winning driver of the day. But driver of the day should have gone to the legend himself, Fernando Alonso, for holding off Checo Pettis for what felt like a zillion laps to eventually finish on the podium by a fraction of a second in what was one of the most exhilarating race finishes in a long time. Jema! Now, let's dive into all that in a bit more detail. First and foremost, is Ferrari driver Charles Leclerc actually cursed by a demon named Gargamian? We joke around a lot about how Ferrari's Charles Leclerc is cursed, because bad things constantly happen to him, such as his inability to avoid disappointment at his home race in Monaco, the fact that Max Verstappen has more wins from Charles Leclerc pole positions than Charles Leclerc, Ferrari's strategy somehow never working in Leclerc's favor, and most recently, Leclerc's car chucking up the deuces and deciding during the Sao Paulo Grand Prix formation lap that it does not feel like competing in the Sao Paulo Grand Prix and then sending itself and Leclerc into the barrier before the race even began in what's being called an electronics issue. Ferrari, I don't trust you. Could be something else, I don't know. But have you considered the very real possibility that maybe it's not a joke and that Charles Leclerc may have, somewhere along the line or during his family lineage, been cursed by the demon Gargamian, Dark Lord of Regret, pictured here with Nikita Mazepin? I find it hard to believe that any human who has not made Gargamian's naughty list is capable of experiencing the sheer volume of distress that Charlotte Claire experiences on a weekly basis. It's just gotten ridiculous at this point, okay? Charlotte Claire is either the unluckiest guy on earth, which appears to be what he thinks, given his team radio after his Brazil incident, or that's just what Gargamian wants Leclerc and all of us to think, and it's really Gargamian behind the scenes pulling the strings here. But do you think is going on with Eclair that's causing all this chaos and all this craziness, let me know in the comments. Next up, Max Verstappen just broke his most impressive Formula One record yet that had gone unbroken for over 70 years. By winning the 2023 Sao Paulo Grand Prix, Max Verstappen achieved his 52nd career race win, putting him in solo fourth place all time in career F1 wins and making it so that he's now over halfway there on his quest to come for Lewis Hamilton's all-time F1 record of 103 career race wins. You did it, Max. You're halfway there. Side note, 
I do not think that Max Verstappen will break Lewis Hamilton's all-time wins record, as Lewis got most of his wins before the cost cap existed, which allowed Mercedes to dominate for a very long time. And also, I think Max will leave Formula One to compete in other racing series at some point this decade, which will obviously hinder his ability to stack F1 wins. But more importantly, Max's win in Brazil means he has officially broken the record for the highest percentage of wins in a Formula One season, as he's currently won an absurd 85% of this season's races, and even if he loses the next two Grand Prix, he'll still finish with a winning percentage of 77.3%, which is higher than that of the driver in second place, Alberto Ascari, with 75%. Why am I calling this Max's most impressive Formula One record yet? because the record Max just broke is from 1952 when the Formula One season only consisted of eight total races. To win 75% of races in 1952, Alberto Ascari only had to win six races. To win more than 75% of races in 2023, Max Verstappen had to win at least 17 races which is more than double the amount of total races that were even held in 1952. Max Verstappen is on his way to completing the most dominant Formula One season in the history of Formula One. And even if you don't like Max, you still have to respect it. In this day and age, anyone, I mean anyone, can sell products online. And if you're thinking about starting, you need to be using my partner, Shopify. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands like Ruggable and Allbirds. After months of hard work creating the look and feel of your brand, it's just soul-crushing when your commerce platform makes it blend in with the rest. When you switch to Shopify, you'll regain control over your brand's look and store functionality thanks to stylish, no-code themes, customizations, and advanced shopping features that keep your customers coming back. Answer me this. Why spend time trying to build an online store with someone besides Shopify when Shopify stores convert the best? The answer is you shouldn't be. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash fbone, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash fbone, shopify.com slash fbone. Next up. With two Formula One races remaining this season, let's take a look at the current championship standings. Let's start off with the World Drivers' Championship. Of course, Max Verstappen locked this thing up what feels like forever ago, but the battle is still on in a huge way for P2, which will be won by either Checo Perez or Lewis Hamilton, who are currently 32 points apart with a maximum of a 52-point differential up for grabs. Red Bull are desperate to have their drivers finish 1-2 for the first time ever, which is putting a ton of pressure on Checo, who, if he can't pull it off, very well may lose his seat. Could be the last straw, folks, just saying. Of course, this battle would be 18 points closer if Lewis Hamilton did not lose 18 points with his USGP disqualification, but rules are rules. However, just because Hamilton can finish P2 doesn't mean he will finish P3 if he doesn't finish P2, as Alonso, Norris, and Sainz can all mathematically finish P3 if one of them dominates these next two races. I think it's entirely possible that Lando Norris miraculously finishes P3 with how solid the McLaren looks right now and how awful the Mercedes looks right now. And if that happens, it will be arguably the greatest P3 Drivers' Championship finish of all time, considering Lando Norris only had three points finishes with zero top five finishes 
through this season's first eight races. Next up, let's look at the World Constructors Championship, which is going to provide unreal drama through the end of the season. Again, Red Bull locked up P1 here forever ago, but barely any points separate Mercedes and Ferrari in the battle for P2, McLaren and Aston Martin in the battle for P4, and the bottom four teams in the battle for best of the worst. It's even possible for McLaren to finish P3, just like Lando could finish P3, which you can never count out because Ferrari gonna Ferrari. There's drama everywhere in the Constructors' Championship right now. Well, except for one place, Alpine! We're going nowhere on the leaderboard, so long as Williams or AlphaTauri don't have, like, back-to-back one-two finishes to close out the season, which I feel pretty confident is not going to happen unless Logan Sargent has been sandbagging this whole time. Never count out Logan. Logan! USA. 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 Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. Let's check in with my producer and brother, Producer Jeff, who was at Interlagos for the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. Producer Jeff, radio check. Hey, J-Bone. I still could not get my pig Halloween costume off, but I heard that I had a great seat for the photo finish between Alonzo and Checo. I wish I could have seen it, though. (laughs) Next up, the most exciting race finish in Formula One this year just happened, and it had nothing to do with finishing in first or even second place. Lap after lap after lap, Fernando Alonso in an Aston Martin was able to defend against and hold off Checo Perez in a much faster Red Bull for third place in the Sao Paulo Grand Prix by taking incredibly smart racing lines, deploying and charging his battery at just the right times, and using the short and twisty Interlago circuit to his advantage. However, on lap 70 of 71, Checo finally managed to overtake Alonso and maintain his new P3 position into the final lap of the race, where Checo just had to hold off Alonso for one more DRS straight to all but assure a podium finish for himself. But that, my friends, was not El Plan. Some more smart driving from Alonso at the start of the final lap compromised Checo's exit on the pit straight, which meant Alonso could get a better run down that final DRS straight, which he used to send an unreal move past Checo to retake P3. After the circuit's final corners, it was then an absolute drag race to the finish line down the long pit straight, with Checo's car having an obvious pace advantage, being a Red Bull, as well as DRS. And in the end, we got this unreal photo finish that resulted in Fernando Alonso taking P3 and a spot on the podium by 53 thousandths of a second to give us the best race finish of the season that was so great that these two drivers had to hug it out afterwards. Oh, Fernando Alonso. And if those heroics that we all just watched from Fernando Alonso have solidified him as your favorite Formula One driver, folks, guess what? You gotta make sure to check out my great selection of Fernando Alonso-inspired merch available now in the Formula Bone shop. Look at these designs. They're amazing. My El Plan and two favorite drivers merch ship globally all around the globe and they're also available in a ton of sizes and colors so go check out the formula one shop at the link in the description now and get you some fernando alonso inspired merch alonso j bonanzo alonzo bone finally today here's how my three bona fide race predictions fared at the 2023 sao paulo grand prix my first race prediction was that lewis hamilton would win the sao paulo grand prix Oh no, I did not foresee Mercedes falling off an absolute cliff after how solid they looked in Austin and Mexico City to somehow finish P8 and DNF. Like, I still can't believe what I just saw at Interlagos. Lance Stroll overtook Lewis Hamilton. Yes, I repeat, Lance Stroll overtook Lewis Hamilton. Toto Wolff is essentially on an apology tour right now saying, sorry, everybody, 
saying sorry to his own driver, saying sorry to Mercedes fans, because he's like, wow, Mercedes were really bad and crap and awful. Our car stunk in Brazil, wow. But I honestly think Toto needs to extend that apology to all F1 fans for making us all watch those stinkmobiles hobble around Interlagos. I'd also like a personal apology from Toto for making my prediction not come true. I'm waiting. My second race prediction was that McLaren would be back on the podium after missing out on it in Mexico City and ding ding, Zibon got that one right. Zibon! I wasn't even worried, wasn't even worried when the McLarens started the Grand Prix P6 and P10 because folks, their race pace is just so mega that I was never in doubt, never in doubt, not even once, okay? Never in doubt. Always knew at least one of them was going to make their way onto the podium, but buy their way onto the podium as they want, are want to do. And Lando did that handily by beating Alonso in P3 by 26 seconds. Yes, Lando finished 26 seconds ahead of Alonso. Him and Max just absolutely blew everybody out of the water in Interlagos. It was crazy. And my third race prediction was that Nico Hulkenberg would finish in the points at the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. And this one's actually comical. Like, I'm not even mad that I got it wrong because there were essentially only 12 drivers competing in this race by the end of it with all the DNFs and then with Danny, Rick, and Oscar being a lap down due to pitting for damage during the safety car. And Nico Holgenberg came in last place of those 12 drivers. He did take on some damage during that lap one, turn one incident with Albon and Magnussen, but still, you gotta laugh sometimes to get through the pain. <laughs> You also may remember that I predicted the Sao Paulo Grand Prix's top five finishers, and my predictions were as follows. P5, Carlos Sainz. P4, George Russell. P3, Lando Norris. P2, Max Verstappen. P1, Lewis Hamilton. And my 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 was a 6, DNF, 2, 1, 8. I don't want to talk about it, so I'm going to distract you. Hey, look, a pig. Subscribe now so that I can see you back here next week for my Las Vegas Grand Prix preview where I'll tell you everything that you need to know so that you can be fully prepared to enjoy the inaugural Las Vegas Grand Prix that Max Verstappen himself said would probably be full of surprises. Special shout out to my top Patreon supporters and YouTube channel members at Rated Bookie, Glow, and Green Ghost. If you want your name shouted out in all my videos, along with a bunch of other awesome perks, hit up the Patreon and or YouTube channel member links in the description of this episode. Guess what, folks? Patreon now offers free trials. Yes, free trials. So you can try it before you buy it. So if you've been considering becoming a Formula Bone patron but are not sure yet, go hit up that free trial now. Link in the description. Also, a reminder to go buy that Fernando Alonso-inspired merch at the link in the description too to celebrate this insane photo finish that you'll want to remember forever. I know I will. Until next time, folks, Jaybon! Jaybon!